Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Episode 19 on the Corn Fed Sports and Entertainment Podcast. Uh, it's June 11th, 2019. Um, I'm willing to bet, Tim, this is the biggest episode in Corn Fed history. What do you got to say about that? Oh, for sure. This is new ground for Corn Fed. <laughs> for those that haven't listened or just are tuning in for the first time, um, we're actually uh, conducting an interview tonight with uh, Lorenda Phillips, who is uh, in charge of an organization in California, of all places. Um, we kind of connected in a weird way, but hey, we're going to go with it tonight and see how it goes. Um, we'll touch more on her organization later. Um, we're excited. I know Tim's nervous, which I'm I am nervous. nervous. <laughs> so I'm hoping it goes well, though. What do you What do you got? Yeah, I'm excited. I think it's good for us. It'll be good, good experience and just good recognition, hopefully, for the podcast. Yep. Hopefully uh, keeps uh, growing us out, which we are trying to do, obviously, but... Um, if you want to stay up to date on all of our posts and check out our uh, social media pages, our Twitter is at Corn Sports. Our Instagram is Corn Fed Sports One. Our uh, Facebook is Facebook.com backslash Corn Fed Sports One. Our blog website is Corn Fed Sports One.blogspot.com. Oh, like I said, got a little bit of a different episode, Corn Fed History. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we're going to cut it off here and then we're just gonna go straight into the uh rapid minute after after this and then uh we'll be doing the uh interview so don't uh don't hang up or uh cut us off yet because the good stuff is coming right tim yeah we're excited it should be good so all right well let's get this episode rolling then all righty rapid minute time Got some great questions from the Rapid Minute Man himself. He is the hey, king. These came on the spot tonight, too. Like those. This was like five minutes before the show. Yeah, like the three you came up. I did the first one just because that's a big uh, controversy kind of right now. Mm-hmm. But the, the third or the last three, spot on, Timmy. That just was excellent. I was so proud reading those when you sent them. <laughs> My little boy's growing up. <laughs> that's why he's the, the Rapid Minute Man, I'll tell you what. Okay, that's good. Let's get to him. <laughs> All right, first question. Obviously, we're on the the night of last night, obviously. Kevin Durant tore his Achilles, it's looking like, after coming off of a calf, bad calf strain, it looks For like. sure. And that whole situation is kind of a little odd right now. And I've been, a lot of former players and ESPN has been touching on it. But should he have been playing last night? Well, obviously, he should not have been playing. No. That, I think, was quite obvious from what happened. But no, I, I really think it was up to him. You think so? Well, obviously it's up to him. Yeah. We saw with Kawhi Leonard last year. If you don't want to play, you yeah. just don't play. So, you're not blaming the Warriors organization? No, I, I don't. It, I don't think the Warriors would have ran him out there if they seriously thought. Yeah, I don't know. It's just tough because I saw. Obviously, you remember Kendrick Perkins. Mm-hmm. He tweeted out last night, or I think it was either last night or this morning after he was hurt. He said, there's no way the Oklahoma City Thunder organization would have let Durant play last night. And that's bullcrap. You think so? Yes. If we had been up down 3-1 in the finals, it's up to Durant. Yeah. He's this, a, go ahead, sorry, Tim. I, just, I don't think it's the Warriors. Yeah. I don't know. I like to blame them just because it's the Warriors. Yeah. But, yeah. but also, I don't know if you saw Jalen Rose saying this. He was not really blaming the Warriors at all. He was more so, which I tend to agree with him on this, he was blaming... Sports uh, culture in our society today. Yes, I agree. So true because, you know, we don't really look at these dudes as human beings. Nope. We look at them as, you know, these iron men that, you know, you, you, you know, uh, 
work, you know, six months out of the year mm-hmm. or whatever. And so, you know, why not play hurt? But, you know, the human body can only take, you know, especially him. He's seven foot tall. You know, he's got, he's had, you know, foot problems yep. before. So, and I wonder if that's the same foot, honestly. It is. It is. Yeah. You and think that's just, some yeah, of the issue sure. with it, too? And a lot of this, oh, you're soft. Oh, Durant's soft. He just doesn't want to play. He doesn't care about the Warriors. He hears that, and there's people. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think Pressure that has him. a lot to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, before he left the Thunder, I loved him, obviously. Oh, yeah. But he is actually, like... I would say he's a good person. Deep down he is. Yeah. He, I mean, he has his issues. He's misunderstood, you know. I feel. Yeah. And he, he's very, very sensitive. Yep. Like, he can just, you know, with the burner account. Oh, for sure. Very sensitive guy, which, you know, there's a lot of sensitive guys out there, but he's just magnified because, you know, he's Kevin Durant. You know who he mm-hmm. is. <laughs> so. No, I, I saw a few athletes, like Richard Sherman was chiming in. He said, this is just what we do. He said he knew. He said he would have known. He was not 100% healthy last yeah. night. Tiger said the same thing. Tiger said, yeah, he would have known. Yeah. He wasn't ready to play last night, but that's just who they are, and that's yeah. what they do, and that's well, what makes them special. Just, you know, thinking myself, like, I'm super competitive. You know, if I, my team is the NBA Finals, or just, you know, playing at, you know, yep. the pinnacle of where you want to be, I would have my ass out there playing with them, oh, too. Oh, sure. Like, you know, who doesn't want to win a championship in... Especially when you're one of the better players. And when the, you know, hey, I can make a difference here. Yeah, he's down 3-1 and I can probably come back and we can win this thing. Yeah, so. And my question is, how is this going to affect him going forward? Oh, it's, I honestly think he stays there now. He has a $31 million option, dollar option if he picks it up. Do you think he does? I think he does now. He's almost, because he's going to be out the whole year. He'll be out all next year. Yeah. So why not pick the option up and then. Rehab the whole year. Rehab right? the whole year and then approach it again. Yeah. Because he has, does he have a player option after that too then? Yeah. So yeah, I would be. Super surprised if he hits free agency now. Yeah. Because who's going to take a chance on him? Yeah. I'm Delphi's. sure people would, but he's not going to get near the money he No, and he can wait a year I mean, and look at hit Bobby. free agency again. Look what happened Oh, with yeah. Bobby. Yeah, he would be. I mean, that's obviously his choice, but. I would think he'll be back with the Warriors for one year. One year, just rehabbing. And, because he won't be playing. Yeah. And you know why? He's, while he's out there, like, <laughs> touching on what we're going to touch on later in our episode, he can. Uh, Invest and you know do his other like entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, for sure. He's comfortable out there already. And California, especially you know San Fran's like a hotbed mm-hmm. for technology and whatnot. So so, and no, so that's really interesting. I've, I don't like Durant at all, but I feel bad yeah. for him. Yeah, you do, just because he's probably the best player in the and league. And the dude would fall. Oh yeah, when he was out there last night, he was literally yeah. on fire. He had missed. He was three for three from three point land. Even though he didn't play, that's still the reason they won. Oh yeah, because without his presence out there for the first. And I kind of feel if he had played minutes, the whole game, they'd have blown him out. I think so. They were pulling away with him. Yeah, leading the way. So, but and they probably would have came all the way back and won the whole thing. Yeah. Well, so. we'll uh, kind of monitor that whole situation oh, yeah. going forward. So uh, it's going to be a hot topic because you're going to see a lot of it going forward. How do people treat a pre- when they're coming free yeah, agency? Yeah. Like. How is that going to change things? Especially like for how big the free agent market already is to yes. this uh, upcoming free agency. So And all in sports. Like these guys get in their contract year. Like we saw Le'Veon Bell last year. He sat out a whole year just, yeah, just so he could he be didn't fresh for free agent paid what he wanted either. And he didn't want to get hurt. Yeah. And so it's just real interesting to see how people... Do we see that happen more now? I think you're going to see more and more of it. Because obviously Durant's probably what a top, like just popularity-wise, top five athlete yeah. in all of the world. And now he's, he'll, he'll never make back that money he lost last night. No. Ever. Because he's 30 years old. Yeah. It'll just never happen. Nope. I totally agree with So I think him. he lost a lot of money by playing last night. Yeah. Which is too bad, but he's got a lot of money. Oh, yeah. I'm not worried about him, but... No. It's just... Touching on a later episode. It is a... 
it'll be a hot button topic yeah. going forward. But well, should we move into our second question? For sure. That was a great discussion though, too. Yeah. Um, this was from the mastermind himself. Most annoying fan base in all of sports. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, where do I start? Oh, there's a lot. So when I was thinking about this, I would have thought Cardinals for sure. I mean, definitely top. I just can't stand them. But deep down, right uh, right now, it's Brewers. Yeah. I just I can't stand Brewer fans. They think just because they beat us last year that they're all of a sudden so special. Never won a World Series. Didn't even make the World Series last year. So I'm gonna go with them, and a close second would be Dallas Cowboy fans. Yeah. Who I've, just I've, haven't won anything in years and still think their team is just the greatest thing ever. Yeah. So yeah, that, those would be my two, and then always Cardinals. Yeah. Ooh, 11 World Championships. <laughs> so I saw, actually, I saw that someone said that 11 World Championships, and the Cubs Twitter account responded, must get real boring in St. Louis, just count to 11 every day. <laughs> so I'm like, that's a really good I comeback. really almost bought that t-shirt, St. Louis is boring, that was I, close. I'm really a big fan of those obvious t-shirts. They're awesome. I mean, you can put whatever on them, but those are yeah. pretty awesome. So, but, great list, Tim. But mine, I don't know, lately they've been irritating the hell out of oh, me. Oh, boy. It's kind of their AD's fault. You even, you're an Iowa State football Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, what's the comments? Pollard, is that his name? Jamie he was Pollard. saying that they're, like, over Iowa now. Yes. And just like, we're the oh, come on. Yeah. We're the big brother. And then, like, after that, Iowa Twitter responded, like, with head-to-head wins, bowl wins, and all yeah. that. And it's like, Iowa's still, like, where Iowa State should strive to be. I mean, they're trending in the correct direction. Don't get me wrong. You know, they're... Especially football. Basketball, sure. they're always going to be competitive. Especially in the Big 12 now. Yep. <laughs> but they're on my list. Iowa State. Comments. And then also, I'm surprised you didn't say this one. I think some of this is because I follow so many Chicago Cubs writers. Okay. But the Bears are driving me crazy. I just right feel now. the Bears have been so bad for so long. They're just... That they don't bother me. They're just me. in their due. But when they're good, yeah, then... Yeah. They really do bother me. But, I don't know, last year was bad just because... I mean, obviously Mac. I love Mac, honestly, though. And then just like, you know, they won the division, obviously, but yep. you know, they're the division was terrible last year. Let's be honest. Oh, it was horrible. Packers sucked. Rogers sucked. Rogers was never Vikings healthy. Sucked. Yeah. So I think that's gonna focus or uh, you know, have some uh, extra say in what happens this year. Yeah, if they're that motivation. I think they'll continue to be bad. Yeah, they are bad. Like you said, it's because we follow Cub writers that also are bear, yeah, that's true. That's bear true. fans. That's a lot of it where I get it from. Yeah. So, but no, that's definitely a good, those good. Yeah. Is there any other ones you can well, think of at the top when you mentioned Iowa State, Iowa football fans. Yeah, I know you. Are as annoying as they Tim's an Iowa State football, Iowa basketball, yes. for those I don't remember. It's weird, but Iowa football fans, it's a lot because we don't have an NFL team, I think. Yeah, I think it so. It is too. the number one sport in town, oh, is yeah. Iowa football. Yeah. And I think that's what... It comes from is because Iowa State fans are good fans, but they get they just they'll never be as popular. Iowa no, State could never. win the national championship, and it still wouldn't be. A and it would still be a Hawkeye team. Yeah, and so it's just we're never going to get over that. And so I think that bothers. I think it does too. It bothers a lot of Iowa State fans for sure, and it just pisses me off. <laughs> Fair so, enough. I just I struggle with them. Yeah, honestly, right now though too. Ah, uh, they don't really annoy me. It's more so the players, I guess. The fan base is actually. The real fan base out in California, the Warriors, they've been in it yes, for a long time. there has been some really good fans. Yeah, Back especially in Davis days and yeah. like those teams. And then even before that, even the before run, that. run TMC. Runs, yeah. Which is maybe my favorite, like, 
collection of players of all time. Yeah, no, those are good fans, but there's yeah. a lot of fans popping up around here. More so Iowa Warrior fans, I guess, if that makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, you got anything else to add? Or should no, we I think we all know annoying fan bases, so... And it, like you said, it comes and goes. Like, the Brewers, five years from now, probably won't be annoying to me. Yeah. It'll be the Reds or someone else at that point, but it just, it comes and goes. Yep, no doubt. All right, to our third question, best referee, this is a good one, best referees in all of sports. Where are you going with this so one, So, all referees have been bad. I yeah. mean, I don't follow the NHL. I, me I'm, either. I'm on Twitter a lot, so I see the NHL comments, and it's been, there's been a couple big controversies, I know, this year in their playoffs. Um, obviously, there was the major controversy with the Saints in the yeah. NFC Championship. Um, every day, there's a umpiring controversy. Everything. Right now, the Pirates are all upset with the umpires for rejecting their pitcher last night. That and was so it's crazy, just, That was bull crap. But that's because of the Pirates' reputation. So, but just, you got me thinking, who is... And I, you almost got to go with the NBA. I thought the NBA, but then I watched the last two minutes of that game last night. And Boogie Cousins with that... Tip for call for goaltending, which... he did. That moving screen was a moving screen. The moving screen was, but the But goal, the Warriors have also been getting away with moving screens The goaltending was not years. a goaltending. You don't think it, so? No. It, I just, the whole how he paused it for 18 minutes. And, uh, I'm going to go with my best and my worst. My worst, by far, is college basketball. Yes. The officiating in that is just awful. Awful. It, it's, it's pathetic just, to watch. It's hard to watch. It is. Because they don't know what a foul is. One time they'll call it, and the next time they'll let you go, and they'll let you play for five minutes and then whistle everything. That is, I think, some of the reason I know, because we're very similar with what we watch. Yes. That is why we really only watch Iowa basketball I and then the tournament. And the tournament, because I can't watch anything yeah. else. Do you think the, did you see some of the rule changes that they, mm-hmm. do you think those, for those that don't know, they're moving a three-point art to international Which level. Which is good, but it still needs to go back further. Yeah. And then the shot clock on offensive rebounds, it's resetting to 20, I believe. Yep. Which, I think both of those rules will help. I don't know if it'll help the overall referee. It's just the refing's just horrible. Yeah. They need to just, like, let them play a little bit. Or, like, just find the fine line. They need to get a consistency. Yeah, so, I would agree. And then I'm going to go with my best officiating is the NFL, I think. Really? I really do think it's the best. I yeah. think they get the majority of it right. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, it's tough because, you know, the NBA just, I think they need to, one, throw out that last two-minute report. That thing's... Yeah, that's garbage. Yeah. But... I mean, NBA, honestly, might be the hardest sport to ref. Because those are grown and men. they're so fast and so yeah. big. Like, think so about strong. Shaq. How do you ref He runs that fast and that physical. You can't officiate yeah. that. Yeah. I would... So, I'm going to say, you know, the NBA with, like, what they're dealing with, that's... Because they're so... It's so hard. I'm, I'm going to just go with them for the best officials. Because I think deep down, they do, like... Put in the most effort, too. For sure. Like, you know, they're hustling up and down. And oh, definitely. There's only working. three of them. And, yeah. And the thing with the NFL is, I think the NFL takes a lot of heat, but I think the NFL's bigger issue is their rules. Yeah. I feel like the refs interpret the rules correctly. Because there's just so much wishy-washy. Like the, the catch. Like, yeah. I think, well, like the Des Bryant thing, they interpreted that rule correctly. The rule itself is just garbage. Yeah. And so I think that's where they get a lot of their heat from, is that they're interpreting the rules correctly, but the rules are garbage. So you think they need to overall... They need rule changes. Like, look like at the overall... Sense, what is a catch? Yeah. Like, the overall, like... Just like deep down, like yeah. how it's written. How the I rules guess. are written. Because I feel like the refs are interpreting them correctly. They're just bad rules. Yeah. And so I, I think mean, that's where they take a lot I of their heat. It's sure. usually a rule thing that they get yeah. beat on. But Except I, for the obvious miss in the Saints game, yeah. which is just bad. Still in the hunting. Yeah. Do you think eventually they're going to start letting uh, replays on? 
like those type of calls. Well, they like said there's going to be. They said that I'll come be coming this year as replay on interference, but they won't. Where I saw the other day, they're not going to do it on hail marys. Because there's so you're still just gonna, it's still just going to be a free for all on a hail mary. Because that's what it is, yeah. And someone said Rich Eisen on the Rich Eisen show. He was talking the other day. They're going to be a sky cam. They want to do a sky cam eventually, where the ref can any point can just whistle down and say, "Hey, don't you guys didn't see a penalty on that play." They were holding on that play. He said that's what he thinks it's going to come to eventually. So they're going to like push the, the the broadcast back like a minute or two or something. No, there'll just be a ref that is above the whole stadium. Oh, like a drone or something. Yeah, it was like, and he'll look down at the field. And okay, then I got. He'll you. buzz down to the ref and be like, "Hey, there was actually holding on that play." And then they're going to throw a play. And then they'll come out and say, "Holding." Oh wow. Or hey, you, there was passing interference number eighty-one. That play. that's you not a bad idea it. though. Honestly, he said that way they'll never miss a penalty. That's not a bad idea. But he said, what happens when they do miss a penalty still? Also, the eye in the sky doesn't see it. Yeah. And there is, but it'll never be perfect, but it would clean up a lot of it. I think so, too. That's a good idea. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that implemented. Yeah, and I, like he was talking, he said with the gambling and stuff that's going into this, it's becoming more and more paramount yeah, that we get it people correct. People are getting pissed. It's becoming bigger and bigger every time that we get it correct. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. So, it's really interesting. Yeah. Great conversation, that's yep. for sure. Um, and then our last question for the night... This might get a little heated. This could get heated. But all you foodies out there, we're back, baby. We, we know where our money is. This <laughs> is the food conversation. Definitely. People love our food yeah. conversations. But, all right, most overrated food. What do you got, Timmy? So, I got two. Oh, boy. Two staples that people love and America loves. I'm a little nervous. Number one most overrated food in the world is cheesecake. I don't know. I don't, I don't really understand like cheesecake it. that much. But people love cheesecake. I mean, there's restaurants. The Cheesecake Factory is named after. It's yeah. About, it's huge. People love cheesecake. Don't get it. Second thing, most of our people love this guacamole. I just cannot stand guacamole. People love it. I people love it. just. I do enjoy it. I don't get it. I actually, I wouldn't say I love it, but I like it. I feel like people love it. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's a cult following. It's a huge following. And cult. I don't know if it's with the like, millennials, like the young people that just, I don't know what it is, but they love it. I think it's because people feel like it's healthy. It's not. Ah. It. No, it's, well, a little bit is, because like it's from avocados, avocados which is like the good fat. But when you start adding stuff to it. Well, yeah, the, all the mixes and stuff. So but, I just, I, those are my two most overrated foods. Yeah, I don't know if I would say this is overrated, <coughs> what I'm going to say, but I definitely hate it. I know a lot of people like it. I don't know if I would say it's overrated then, but hummus. Hummus is disgusting. Hummus is definitely overrated. It's disgusting. It is chickpeas ground up. It's god-awful. I would rather eat rice plain. <laughs> I love rice. So do I, but... It's horrible. <laughs> oh, hummus. It's like if they do the... Oh, they'll do uh, flavors of it. And... No, yeah. there's no way you can make it red chili, roasted red chili pepper or something. There's yeah. no way you can make it good. For sure. But... I'm going to say one I know for a fact you're going to be mad. Because this was kind of a poll question earlier. Not a huge pie guy. This is not a huge... <laughs> you should see his face right now. I asked him to be a groomsman at my wedding earlier. He might drop he might out now. High as life. <laughs> so I don't know. I just never got into it. What, why do you love pie so much? I just... I love pie. There is no bad pie. Cherry pie, apple pie, pumpkin pie, pecan pie. <laughs> Mince meat pie is a very good pie. Chocolate pie. 
the would, list goes on. Would you say apple crisp is pie? No, apple crisp is apple crisp. Okay. I love me some apple crisp. Apple crisp, crisp is amazing with a little ice cream. Oh, some <laughs> cinnamon vanilla ice cream. Can't go wrong. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's done right. you got to have a lot of the crunchy toppy. Yeah, you got to know what you're doing. But, oh, apple pie, pumpkin pie. Oh, this. Village Inn has a free pie day. It's a great day in America. Wednesdays, free pie at Village Inn. When's the last time you took went to that? I believe so. I do enjoy me some free pie. Here's a here's actually a list from oh. from USA Today. Oh, this will be interesting. The most eleven overrated foods. This will be interesting. And Timmy's guacamole is number one. Thank you. But oh, number two is ice cream. No way. Um, number three is potato chips. Four chocolate covered strawberries. Five caramel apples. Chocolate covered strawberries. Caramel. Hey, Eric knows all about caramel oh, apples. Worst thing in my life I've ever done. <laughs> Making them just was awful. Number six is Quinona. Is that a restaurant? Uh, no, Quinona is like, it's like a rice. Yeah. The wife like a, is a big Quinona. It's kind of like a bowl of pasta. It's really good. I like Quinona. I've never had it. It's very good. It's very healthy. And this is, I don't even know how to say that. I've Aki, seen it. Aki. It's like it's a like cherry a, thing, It's right? a berry. Oh, yeah. Ooh, number eight. Your wife's going to be pissed. Tacos. Tacos are light to my <laughs> wife. She's a big fan. Nine, bacon. Bacon I, is not overrated. I do like bacon a lot. I don't love it. Just because, I don't know. I you like, don't like pie and you don't like bacon. What is wrong <laughs> with you right now? I like bacon, but like, I don't know. I think my mom always, sorry mom, would overcook it when I was younger. Well, so yeah, you then, can't overcook bacon. No, you got to be like perfect. Number 10. Like eight pieces of bacon for breakfast this morning. <laughs> number 10 is deep dish pizza, though. That's wild to me. That's life, too. And then number 11, which I've never really had it, but sriracha. Which is just kind of an interesting list. Sriracha? Yeah. Look at another list. And they put alcohol as number 9 most overrated. I don't, I don't know, know if you how say alcohol is overrated. Don't know how alcohol is overrated. <laughs> that's like saying... You know, that your favorite cake is overrated. What was that? They also better than sex overrated. cake or whatever? Uh, popcorn's overrated? What? Yeah, they put Starbucks on there is better is overrated. Jesus. Krispy Kreme donuts, they are definitely not overrated. No, that's that's whoever made that list. Oreos? Cool. Definitely not overrated. Oh, Oreos is the best. Juice? Juice? I love juice. Red velvet? Red velvet is delicious. That person has no taste. Tofu! Now that's overrated. Yeah, that's I don't just... know anyone that likes tofu. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it's that's overrated. Just straight trash. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's good. <laughs> Maybe we'll put up a couple a poll over the overrated food. That's a good one. Guacamole or hummus and let people know if they think it's overrated. Yeah. I think we'll probably lose. Probably. But Well, should we uh go into our interview with Lorenda here? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd All right. be great. We'll uh we'll inform you guys uh the about uh, Miss Lorenda Phillips here coming up. Uh, we're about to give her a call. So uh, prepare to have your mind blown. All right, listeners, the moment you all have been waiting for. We've got our interview with uh, Miss Lorenda Phillips from Retired from Sports. Um, we got some great questions, and she's got some great information for us tonight. So uh, we're excited to have her share her uh, side of uh, sports. It's a little different than what we talk about, but we're uh, very excited. So... If you'd want to go ahead and introduce yourself, Lorenda, that'd be great. Good. Thank you so much, and thank you uh, guys for having me on the show tonight. It's great. Um, so I am the owner and founder of Retired from Sports, and uh, what we do is we work with the athletes in the in professional sports, so primarily in the NFL, NBA, NHL, and MLB, uh, and help them with the transition from their sport to what's next in their life. Uh-huh. So um, it started 
years ago when I read in a, uh, a, an article about an article. <laughs> uh, and uh, the article was talking about the 2009 article um, that uh, Pablo Torre wrote. Uh, I think he was still at Harvard um, uh, about the why athletes go broke is why what it was named and uh-huh. what, what it was titled. And uh, what the statistic was was 78 percent of all NFL players uh, have reached, uh, have have financial stress or just or bankruptcy within two years of uh, wow. retirement. And that's just remarkable. And, you know, I'm somebody who's developed people. I have been a coach for um, entrepreneurs for 18 years. And I'm like, no way. You know what I'm like, no way. <laughs> yeah, that's and a crazy so stat. I dismissed it. I dismissed it. You know, I thought, oh, my God, they're wearing too much bling or whatever. I had this opinion. <laughs> but I dismissed it. But I read it months later somewhere else. And I thought, wow. what? Hmm. Someone else, some random thing, right? So yeah. I went, I did some research. It took about eight or nine months just to get as much, you know, just to really dive in. Um, and I interviewed a lot of uh, athletes, former athletes, current athletes, coaches, agents, just as a media, just as many people as I could get my hands on yeah. to talk to them about this. And what on earth? Why on earth? And, it, man, it, it is a bad quote, you know, it's just a bad statistic. What, what's going on? And the statistic is controversial, but my, um, you know, my, my evidence that I've created is that it's pretty much right on. So <laughs> there, there are a lot of guys out there. It's not the marquee players. Yes, some of them blow it and are crazy. Yeah. They don't blow it. But there's a lot that are just that middle range kind of guy, player, that plays for about two years, and and then goes, you know, that's, that's it. But they they spend all of their lives getting ready for that event. Yep. And, and really, and don't even really do that much in college, don't really, I mean, even if they go to school, they're pretty much, you know, they're, whatever that's called, they skated through. I yeah, mean, they yeah. didn't learn much. I make a lot of generalizations. It's not everyone. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I, I, you know, um, identify a market and identify like a need that's there that's not being addressed. So that's my intention for this kind of uh, passionate language, right? So because mm-hmm. they are out there and there's nobody really that's um, speaking for them. So yeah. Anyway, so that's why I created it. I saw a need. I told my God, I can do this. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I've, I've really kind of helped myself that everything I've done up until now has helped me develop myself so I can be a value to these guys. Yeah. And I'm not afraid. Like, I, I've been working with entrepreneurs for crying out for years. <laughs> I've, I've been sworn at. I've been, you know, I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter. I can handle almost anything. Um, so, uh, so I thought I'd be a, a really good person and develop a company of all kinds of support services, like financial services, not, I'm sorry, professional services, yep. one of them is financial services, but many of just counselors, college counselors, um, therapists, financial people, not just advisors, but bookkeepers, and people that can do financial coaching for them so yep. that they get a budget in mind, you know, like that. Um, and, uh, and so I have those resources, and I can point them to where I think they should go. Yeah. Um, that was a long answer to your. No, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that was great. But when you were oh my gosh. when you were talking there, it kind of made me think. Um, 
Dwayne Wade, I'm, he's a NBA player, recently retired, obviously, pretty famous. I saw that his wife was on, like, The Tonight Show or something, and, like, just because he's never had to do any of this stuff, because he's been, you know, had people do it for him, but he, he literally thought, like, a gallon of milk was, like, $20. Yeah, because he had no knowledge of how life worked. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, people could easily, like, take advantage of that, too, like, you know... Because, obviously, he had somebody buy his groceries for him for the last wow. 15 years or whatever, so... That's funny. Yeah. Um, that's well, you know, that's a really, really good point. Um, I was just writing something about this. Uh, I can grab it fast. Um, around taking advantage. Some of yeah. Guys, I mean, one of my research, right, I was talking to a secretary, of all things, of a, of a MLB team. Uh-huh. Okay. She was older, she was a friend of a friend like that, right? And she was telling me the story of this young player that got a signing bonus, very nice signing bonus, and he had not cashed the check. This is the oh, bonus, man. right? Wow. So she's like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> yeah. And she thought he lost it and then not mm-hmm. there. You know, she, she just didn't know what to think. So she said, well, you know, um, uh, we're calling to follow up on the check that we had sent you. And, and then hesitate, you know, and then pause, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, but is that a check that I have on my bulletin board? <laughs> wow. But he didn't, because it was those, one of those corporate fancy checks, right? Oh, so yeah. He had the second, he'd never seen a check like that. Wow. So he thought it was a receipt. Wow. And was just waiting for the money to come. <laughs> That's, so, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and it was, I think she said one point two. I mean, it sure is. Yeah, I know. A corkboard in your bedroom. Yeah, if I know if I got that, I'd be going to the bank the very second I got that check. I make a lot of money. I can lose the money. It won't kill me. I'm pissed. 
but it won't kill me. Yeah. But my, some of my colleagues, that was their money. And that is what breaks my heart. You yeah. know, a million or two million they did have is gone. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But, so would you say, like, just thinking, you know, processing the information you've been uh, sure. laying out to us, but do you think, yeah. like, the organizations and, like, the sports leagues and, like, do they need to, like, do a better job of, like, educating the professional athletes or, like, getting more information and more, like, tutors almost or, like, financial advisors yeah. out or what do you I think totally about that? Think so. I totally think so. Um, now, this is why it hasn't happened is that the NFL is out to make money. Oh, yeah. And I get, yeah. And I totally get it. And I know we can all go, oh, my gosh. But, you know, <laughs> players really say it, let me tell you, you know. But it's true. It's a business. So there's really not an impetus for them to do something until they're hurt. Right? And it's just the way that is. Yeah, for but sure. the concussion thing started to hurt the NFL. Mm-hmm. They are now doing something about the concussion thing. It's not out of the goodness of their heart. For sure. I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. It's yeah. about yeah. the money that they're losing the, and the um, viewership that they're losing. Like, okay. Same thing with this. If I, if anybody, me, there are a couple of people that are getting into this field and trying to do it, but I have an opinion about that. I don't think they're doing it correctly. It's not that I'm the only one that knows how to do it correctly. It's just that they, you can't talk to these guys at a 60,000-foot level. Yeah. Theoretically, or um, uh, I don't know, in a corporate lingo, I, I say, you know, do you know guys know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's a yeah. way of talking that this MBAs talk, and, and I, I listen, my, my son in law's an MBA, I love MBAs, except for that, don't talk to athletes as if they're either stupid or you talk over them, and so they're not getting anything mm-hmm. in that, but they're shaking their head yes. Okay. So it, it, so it just is, I don't care for that way, but it has the NFL look like they're doing something. Mm-hmm. So yes, I'd like them to do something, but I'd also like them to do something that um, makes a difference. So maybe things like um, uh, courses or coaches that go along with the courses so that whatever the guy says, oh, I need more help in budgeting for my family or yeah. I need more help in well, how do I get back to or I shoot, I don't even know what to do. Should I look at franchises or maybe open up my own business? Or somebody might say, I once said it to me uh, about two years ago, I want to be an attorney. That's what he said. And oh, when wow. I didn't laugh, he said, Why aren't you laughing? I said, Well, because it's possible. Let's see oh, yeah. what you need to yeah. do to get there. So it's, but it's that. It's, it's so simple. And in many ways, you guys, it's just so simple to give somebody encouragement and then direction, especially these guys, they know how to execute a game plan. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if anything, they know how to do that. Yeah. So I, again, I think I've answered 15 questions in that one. <laughs> no, you're good. I think yeah. that the NFL or the, any of them, any other major league should take something on, but it really should be practical, something that um, really has the player. Now, this is where the, the interesting thing part happens that they use, that's why I bring this, that they use their current status as a player to help them in their next phase. Like, mm. you know how the NFL uses players? Oh, yeah. No, have the players use the NFL. And it's a whole different shift of power. And, oh, well, I can do that with you? Yeah, how about this? The next time you go to a fundraising party, this is because I tell the, the 
guys that are currently playing, right? Yep. Next time we go to a fundraising club, spend half the time talking to the girls and drinking the, the free food. Okay. And then the other part, and then the other part, we two influential people in the community are leading you know, you they're gonna be there. How yeah. do I know they're there? They're the ones in the nice suits or the yeah. nice shoes. Yep. Look down, you will see them. They'll they'll be having the nice ties. Talk to two or three and ask if you can call them back during business day. And you know what? Given you're a cowboy and you're there at the party with them, they will say yes. Mm-hmm. And yep. they will take your call. For sure. That, they won't have that access once they leave. No. But when they're playing, so this is what I'm saying, they could leverage what they've got to, oh, so-and-so called me. Yeah, no kidding, somebody. And then, well, what now what do I say? What is it that I say? Well, what do you want to say? So yeah. We kind of work on, like, little scripts and little, just so they feel comfortable. They're not, they're not used to advocating for themselves. I mean, you, I love, uh, I don't know which one was Eric. Is that what you used? Did you say it about the belt? Yeah, yep, that was me. But just say which. Okay, but so it's you. You know, they don't even they don't know that stuff. Even if the ones that um, don't make that much money, right? Some mm-hmm. of, some of them don't. Money's a whole different thing. But some of them don't make that much money. But they they are gone. They're gone a lot. So the the her girlfriend doesn't or wife doesn't. They don't have that idea of yeah. how things work in the world. They just don't. Yeah. They've been playing ball. That's what they've been doing. Yeah, that's their main focus. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I did, you know, I was just doing this article I was reading. I'm trying to look for it while I was talking. But, like, for an example, one of the guys might make, like, $700,000 a year. Yeah. That's pretty good money. That's, yeah. That's yeah. Good I would take that. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I'll take that. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Yeah, it's true. But uh, the thing is that they they might make that for a couple of years. Okay, great. That's one point four. You take about half of that away from taxes. Taxes, okay, yeah. Okay, so yep. back down to seven. Okay, and then, um, oh, by the way, they hurt themselves when they were playing, which I don't know. You know, I don't know what the statistic is. I'm going to look that up. Sad of how many players get hurt. Yeah. Okay, but uh, it's a lot. Oh, for sure. That's why they're blocked. Yeah. Like, that's why they're blocked. And they have that injury often for their entire life. They have to deal with the, the medication and medical costs for that injury their entire life. Yeah. So that $700,000 is gone. Even if they kept it. Yeah. It's gone. Well, so it's, it's, it's a funny, I, not ironic, what is it called? Um, is it paradox? It's something yeah. that's like you think it's one thing, but it's a completely different thing. Yeah. And, and they, the worst thing is they think it's the, they bought into the myth. But they make a lot of money, so when they get their first check of 41618 I figured that out earlier today, <laughs> that's like, oh my God, and they're going to get another one in the next week? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I mean, for 17 weeks? I mean, I think that's how long you get paid, or at least the NFL. Yeah, well, yeah, like you don't get the lottery. Yeah, yeah, you don't get paid and, in the off season, which I feel like that's a lot of... I've, I've read that before, and a lot of, you know, players or, like, fans don't even realize that either. Yeah, they don't get, they bought into the myth that if they make it to the big leagues, and that's in all four of the mm-hmm. leagues, then you know, they've made it, so they, they, it's just begun. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Not, anyway, uh, and I, I really wish more took the advantage and listened to this message as just saying, oh, okay, the next three or four games or meetings that I go to, I'll shake hands with three new people and, and ask them if they'll take my call. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. It's just that simple. 
I mean, life is life is really honestly about you know the people you know and the connections you have, and just you yeah. know that can get yeah. you a lot of a lot of different ways in society these days. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I completely agree with you. Thank you. So yeah. I have a question. So you talk about how you're working with athletes that are in sports right now. Is that the majority of your clients, or would the majority of your clients be people who are retired from sports and then they find you? And how and how do current okay? And so, how do current athletes find you? Do you reach out to them, or do they reach out to you, or how does that work? You know, that's a really good question, and I'm going kind of slow with that. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I did just get a connection with um, one of the women uh, who's uh, very well known uh, and. Um, and she's one of the founders of Off the Field, which is the wives of the NFL. Oh, yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some work there, and that will make a big difference. Yeah, that's... And, um, and then I've uh, also got a, a client uh, that work, works really close with John Elway, okay. and he said, oh, I'll connect you there. So it's just that I haven't had those leveraged kind of connections. Yeah, which is what it's one, about. Which yeah. has been great. But I haven't gotten that leverage thing, and I'm about to get it. Yeah. Oh, and my, my husband died about a year and a half ago. I, I know this is such a bummer, but... Yeah, sorry for your loss. So yeah, I, that's sorry. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And he was, you know, love my life, and yeah. he had cancer, and I took care of him, and then when he died, it took me a while to get out of my yeah. feet again. So I really took about a year and about a year and a third off out of this three-year thing. So I, I, I kind of went got back about, oh, talking before you know we called you but uh yeah. have you ever we were because this kind of fits in you know what your uh your organization is trying to like your goals and whatnot but there's a uh, ESPN has these like uh series that it comes out called 30 for 30s and there's actually like a pretty prominent one 30. called it's called 30 broke 30 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, but I just cried. Really? I yeah. I just cried. Because, I mean, you know, I also thought, oh, those idiots. You know what I mean? I I'm in, yeah. I really, I got the magnitude of the loss. And I'm like, oh my God. And some of these guys are just like poor. Oh, yeah. Poor now. I remember in that uh, show they talked about, well, I can't remember which player, but he said he bought like a a massive shark tank and like sharks or something to put in yeah. and it's like just yeah. wasting money obviously because like yeah. why do you I need mean, that? that one guy when it's not Bernie what was the other guy it was really oh yeah Bernie's big into that slick mm -hmm. yeah 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 slick where he used to throw hundred dollar bills and let it rain wow I mean, that's very late 80s I think yeah like they would go to those clubs and buy everybody you know they buy the fancy champagnes I don't know what dog or Yeah. And he's like, 
time for one more question tonight um then we're gonna have to sadly part with you just because um tim's got about 
It's kind of a running joke on our show. He's got about 17 kids, so. <laughs> yeah, we keep it fun. There's not much else to do here, so that's how that happened to him. Okay, how about Parcheesi? Come on, you guys. Never played it. I've heard of it. Especially with this, uh, like you noted earlier, this Kevin Durant injury, just kind of how yeah. the sport, sports culture is as a whole. Like, what can we, like, not necessarily us, but our society as a whole. I mean, obviously what you're doing is, like, a step in the right direction. But what, like, can our society do as a whole to improve the overall, like, sports culture to try and help these athletes out and make them realize, you know, that... You know, your sports career is not very long-lived, and, you know, the average career of many of these players isn't very long, and, you know, yeah. just to kind of help them prepare a little bit better for life after sports. What, what's your uh, yeah, thoughts I, on that, I, I guess? Yeah, I think that we could do it in college. Yeah, you know, I really okay. do. I think there are, at USC, they've got a college uh, program. I just haven't looked too far into it. Um, I, really, I did have a call into uh, Lynn's Swan. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, wow. Lynn, I thought they are president. Yeah. Yeah. But Lynn, Lynn was busy with other things a couple of months ago. Yes, yeah, he was. Yeah, very busy. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, but they do have programs, and they're specifically for athletes, and they're about, like, budgeting and, you know, career development. And it seemed like in the right direction. I was so busy uh, with my husband, so late at night I'd do some more research, and that's why I found it. I found out about it. So mm -hmm. I haven't been able to do more research in that area. I've been just kind of working on the actual guys that I have. But I would, if I had, if I could grow fast, I would love to have like a nonprofit yeah. with a team of people that went to the, all the big schools. You know, the ones in Florida, uh, the ones in L.A. Uh, well, there's so many everywhere. Oh, but, yeah, um, tons. It's really know, and, they're really, and they really have an advocate there yeah. that will make sure that you're competent in these areas. Again, I mean, it would be good for all college courses, right? Everybody in college. But particularly the athletes, because they get this false sense of security financially, and it is completely false. Yep, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Anyway. I think that would be a great, you know, great stepping stone in the right direction, because, I mean... I do, too. You know, I, we and, hear... You know, and the, and the, play, the leagues could actually pay for it. Oh, my God. Oh, oh yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they could. And, um, you know, it, I, it's, done, it's done strategically. I really don't think it's expensive. If you knew what uh, these guys paid me to, to work with them, it's not much because it doesn't take much. But it takes something. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's like, we've discussed this on previous episodes, but, like, you know, if this made me think of it, but, you know, the NCAA, they make so much money off these student-athletes, and they're not giving them a, a dime or anything besides, you know, just going to represent their school, so you'd think they'd maybe be able to turn that back into some courses yeah. to help them some, do, you know, succeed later in and life and whatnot. Brilliant. Some life That's skills. That's a brilliant idea. That's a brilliant idea, because you're right. And, in fact, I don't really, I don't really want the NCAA to pay their, their students. I really don't. Okay. The, they get the money so fast, it's too crazy. But services, like, that they get certain things that will help them in their future, I love. Yeah. Like, I mean... Like, a free tuition when they come back. 
Yeah, that yeah, would be a good, a good one, idea. actually. I mean, it, it would be that, because NFL, for instance, will give free tuition, but only at certain schools. Well, if you don't live in the area, then that's going to be money. Yep, yep. Family, and it's just, yeah, it looks good on paper, but you see it on the ground, it's not so good. So, yeah. Anyway. But yeah, yeah I, I, I love that idea to use the money that those colleges are getting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I think from the uh, March Madness tournament alone, I think Tim said they made what, like, ten million just oh, off of oh, that. Yeah, just by one tournament. So, so that's they definitely have the money to help these kids. Yeah, that's just for yeah. a three-week event too. So you can only imagine, you know, with the rest of the seasons and sports combined, what they're pulling in. So. What? <laughs> Cowboys are, are, are like a $5 billion, um, it's the largest one in the NFL, but I think it's five, five bill. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, they're doing pretty well. <laughs> we don't have to worry about the Cowboys. No, no they no. are five. Yeah, I think they're what, <laughs> they're what in like the top three of all uh, Probably number sporting one. organizations yeah. in the world. Yeah, and, and, and I get it, they, they are smart, you know, they use their stadium for different events, and, you know, yep. I, I got it, they're smart, they're smart cookies, but they could be smart in this area too. Yeah. In, in uh, giving back the what these players have given to have such a great sport in all sports, in all sports, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, this was very enlightening. I think. Yeah, we learned a lot of great information. And I think you're really like the some stuff here. You're really on the right track. It seems like you're really very, very knowledgeable. Very too. knowledgeable. <laughs> very informative for us for sure. This is stuff we yeah. we watch sports, but I don't think we think along these lines very often. And so it was very good just to yeah. hear. The other side of the story, kind of. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, I, can I just give you uh, my website? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's two things I want to say. Uh, my website is www.retiredfromsports.com. Uh-huh. And if you go there, you can, uh, on the top navigation, you can uh, hit uh, what's my score, and you can find out your retirement readiness. Like how ready are you? Yep. And then the other area over there is um, my ebook called Star, Star Power in Retirement. Okay. And uh, it's a small. Oh my God! It's so small. It's almost embarrassing for me. But it's a small <laughs> book that outlines some of the problems and some of my suggestions for solutions. So, Very yeah. cool. But uh, yeah. Before uh, before you leave us, I also want to say that me and Tim are in the process of getting shirts made. So we would love to maybe, you know, send you out a shirt if you would uh, be willing to accept it. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally be willing to Okay. It. Yeah, right. I'll just uh, keep in touch, you know, email, and we would maybe even love to have you on future episodes, I too. I definitely agree. Yeah, it's very... We have well, a lot I more... Because I can go deeper. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you can. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we uh we definitely appreciate it. You're our our first like I'd say we've had like, you know, a friend or two just as our guest, but our first like legitimate guest if that makes sense. <laughs> it does. It totally does. And I appreciate you having me on. Really I do. Yeah, anytime. Like I said, just I mean, I was that your uh like assistant I was emailing with throughout the process earlier? She's like she's a free PR. Can you believe how big I am? She's my PR person. Okay. Okay. So, Yeah. And it's funny about my, I don't know, maybe 
my 15th or 16th one I've done. Wow, wow. It's a lot of fun. It is fun. And, um, yeah, and I get to learn a lot. And, uh, oh, my God, I, the gridiron ladies, I, I did that about, oh, four months ago. Wow. That was hysterical. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I had so much fun with those girls. Oh, my God. Yeah. That sounds like fun. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Yep, we'll uh, we'll stay in contact with you. And we, once again, thanks for coming on. I'm looking forward to that T-shirt. So I guess I have to email you. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll email you and ask you your size and other questions. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you have a great thank rest you. of your night. You have a good evening. All right, you too. All right, thank you. Bye. All right, everybody. That was uh, Lorenda Phillips. Um, we're gonna. Going to wrapping that up here and kind of give us our initial thoughts uh, yeah, right sure. off the bat. So uh, we'll get that going here. All right. Let's recap that interview, Timmy. What do you got? Yeah, what do you I, think about that? First of all, I really applaud her for the work she's doing. I think it's really a good work. It comes from a really, you can tell, listening to her, she's very passionate about it. Yeah. It's very personal to her. It comes from a, she's not in it just for a paycheck. Yeah, she's, she's really in it because she really them. cares about people and cares about these guys. And so I really think that is really cool, just the passion and the heart she has I would for agree. people. She uh, definitely very knowledgeable, man. She, she talked a lot, which is good. Good, because, yes. Because, you know, it shows all the information she knows. And um, I love some of her ideas, and she loves some of mine, which makes me look smart. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was fun, though. What did you, you think that went pretty good for yeah. her first? Oh, I think it went great. And I think, I don't go to the biggest takeaways. I think my biggest takeaway was her talking about getting in with people while you're in the NFL or MLB yeah. or whatever your sport is. Because if you're LeBron James or Kevin Durant or Kobe, you're going to get these deals forever. Yeah. But if you're some offensive lineman for an NFL team, people aren't going to know who you are. But if you say, hey, I'm with this team, they will take your call. Yeah. Yeah, there's and a, they won't after you retire. Yeah. LeBron can retire and everyone take He'll his call. He'll be fine, yeah. For every one LeBron James, there's usually about, what, 25 Nick Collisons? Yeah, I mean, think about it. There's 52 people on an NFL team. How many can we name? Yeah. Average NFL roster, you can probably name five or six to Big ten games. guys, maybe, yeah. off each team. Unless you're a diehard. Well, yeah, yeah, each like team, my yeah. team, I would know yeah. all, but yeah. you think about the Oakland Raiders. How many people can you name off the Oakland Raiders right now? Not very many, about, I can think Four of two five. off the top of my head. And 40 to 40, 50 of those guys are going to retire and need a job. Yeah. And not going to be able to live off what they made in the NFL. Yeah. Which, Which it's real interesting. Yeah. That's like, I need to rewatch that broke documentary. Yeah, I've seen it too, and I'd like to rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, just... She had definitely seen that, though, talking about uh, Bernie Kosar or whatever. Yeah, she's definitely seen it. Yeah. She's... She's done her homework. Yeah. She knows her stuff. Yeah. I'm, uh... I think eventually, like, to keep moving on up, because it sounds like she's trending in the right direction, mm-hmm. but she needs to maybe, you know, learn a little bit more about sports. I don't know if that would help her a it, little bit, or... I don't know. I would think it would, but I don't know. I think she'd probably disagree just because she's connecting with the human aspect, and she's... That's more Whether important, you're a yeah. tight end or you're an offensive lineman, I don't care. I'm just there to help you. Yeah, I and so I think that's probably would be her comeback on that. Yeah, but I don't know. I could see it either way. I, I mean, you can. It wouldn't hurt her. I don't it. think. No, to get into more. Yeah. Um, I really thought it was interesting how she is reaching out to Lynn Swan if she could get involved in colleges like Especially that. Especially USC. I mean, he's as big as it comes in college sports. Yeah. So you get Lynn Swan on board, you can get into any college you want at that point. Yeah, because he he knows so many people too. Yeah. He's Hall, he's Hall of Famer. I Hall of Famer with the Steelers. He ran for. Congress or Senate, I think he might have won once, and now he's the president or electric to USC. He's big. Yeah, he. So. Yeah, I think she's definitely trending in the right direction. For though. sure. I'm excited though. If you know, we're gonna 
I think we're going to go this week and look at shirts sometime. Yes, for sure. I, I think that'd be a great idea if we sent her one, you know. I think it'd be great. Get our word out there. Yeah, especially in California. How, who would have <laughs> ever, ever thought we were interviewing someone from California? I didn't think Cornfield was going to go there, but... We're moving we're on excited. up, folks. Moving on up. Let's go. Pretty soon we'll have a studio out there. <laughs> oh, that's the dream right there. That's the dream. How awesome would that be? Daily podcast. Oh, man. I would have so much fun. Oh, we have so much fun already. <laughs> well, yeah. Me. It was daily. It'd be awesome. Yeah. But. Shauna right. and Jessica quit their jobs. Yeah. Just... We'll all move to California. <laughs> but. Anything else you want to add? You know, not much that, you know, sticks out. But overall, I'd say excellent experience. Um. You know, look her up. We would appreciate if you guys, you know, checked her, you know, her website's out. I think she has a Facebook page as well. I saw it earlier. Um, she would obviously appreciate it, too. Um, you know, it sounds like a great person, too. You know, it's easy to support those great people that are For sure. honestly just doing it, doing the work out of the kindness of their hearts, mm-hmm. too. Like, got to respect that so much. So, yeah, we definitely wish her the best and hope she continues success. Yep. Uh, definitely future episodes I would consider becoming. Oh, yeah, for sure. Day. I'd like that. Yeah, so... Anything else you want to add, uh, recap-wise? On no, the I think that'll be good. Yeah. Um, let's roll into... Well, I guess it's time to wrap it up for the night. Let's do that, then. Alright. Let's wrap this episode up. For sure. Timmy, how'd you, how'd you think the episode went? It was good. I thought we learned a lot from Lorenda. Very informative. Yeah. I thought it was a good first interview for us. Hopefully there's more to come. Yeah, we get our LA studio. <laughs> Can't um, wait. No, it, it was awesome. We had some good conversations about the rants. Great things, conversation. So. Yeah, I thought it was real good. Yeah, I had a lot of fun on tonight's episode. Yeah, for sure. Thing. Well, uh, I think we're, gonna, we're really trying to get back on the Sunday night schedule. Yep. Just because it works out better for everybody. It does. Way. It's just a good time, end of the week, getting ready for Monday. Everyone's home. Yep. And, I mean, Sunday night, you're not really doing much anyway. Just kind of nope. hanging out. So I think that'll be our normal schedule. Yeah. Should be back again next Sunday night. Especially, like, summer... Usually slows down a little bit just because I'm not as busy. And the fall, yeah, the fall and winter will slow down. But the yeah, summer it's just so much going on. Yeah, especially so. with Eric being the big baseball coach, <laughs> trying to lead the middle school to a World Series, baby. Trying to get a win first. <laughs> hey, we got one. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, great episode. I had a lot of fun with you tonight, Timmy. Um, anything else you want to add before well, I throw out these social media pages? That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, well, we just want to thank everybody, you know, once again, thanks for listening to us, you know, reading our posts and whatnot. Um, we're a little corny, but everybody loves it, right? Yeah, well, Eric mentioned the last episode, but we are, I think he did. We're all over 300 on Facebook, so. Yeah. And we're. Thanks to everyone that's helped there. We're going to be, I mentioned earlier to Lorenda, we're going to be getting some t-shirts rolling too. For sure. So let us know if you want a t-shirt. We'll, uh, once we get the official uh, design out, we'll throw something up on Facebook and, you know, take everybody's size that wants one. And yeah. we've had a lot of interest so far. I think we might be able to get, you know, 10 to 15 oh, to 20. Oh, for sure. Especially, I mean, we'll, I think we should definitely send one to Lorenda too. That'd be awesome. Oh, for sure. And postage probably isn't very much, I'm guessing. Oh, I, I'm thinking we march into, by the way, to get the Surge's Parade. <laughs> how awesome. Like, how do you, like... Just we can get like a banner made or something. Just, how do you do it? I mean, can anyone walk? I don't know if they have like a lineup set or something. We can literally you know, just I walk there. You do. We literally could just walk in our t-shirts and, and throw candy. And throw candy. Yeah. People would love it. Have Jess and Sean get the, Sean and we'll get the kids all in t-shirts. People love kids. 
<laughs> I think this is really an opportunity. Let's get it, let's get it rolling. I think I'm going to talk to the mayor. We're going to get this rolling. Like, awesome we're going to try to do this and people can walk with us. Be oh, great. Yeah. That would be so much Corn fun. Corn fed hits Sturgis Parade. <laughs> A lot of firsts this week. I think we're going to try it. I'm going to look into it <laughs> this week for sure. We'll have some updates. Hopefully, I don't have to Oh, yeah. Phone. Look out for that. But if you want to, you know, keep up to date with all that information, make sure to check us out on Twitter, at Cornsports. Our Instagram is CornFedSports1. Our Facebook is uh, Facebook.com backslash CornFedSports1. And our, last but not least, our blog website is CornFedSports1.blogspot.com. Well... Anything else you want to add before we say bye-bye? No, I think that should be good. All right. You know what that means, right? You've been officially corn-fed. <laughs>